This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. State capitals across the nation were sent bomb threats on Wednesday by way of emails. The FBI was brought in and determined the threats to be hoaxes. No evidence of explosives were ever found in any of the state houses or capitol buildings. States that had to evacuate the occupants of their buildings involved Mississippi and Georgia, but Alabama did not. Both of Alabama's U.S. senators have reacted to the recent resignation of Harvard University President Claudine Gay. Senator Katie Britt says that Gay should have resigned weeks ago after the comments she made at a House committee where she did not ensure that anti-Semitism and threats to Jewish students would stop on the university campus. Britt said the anti-Semitism that's being tolerated across the country is disgusting. Gay was also hit with dozens of examples of plagiarism in her journal articles and, and doctoral dissertation. Senator Tommy Tuberville took to social media saying that Harvard and other universities would have wholeheartedly allowed the anti-Semitism to continue on campus, but they had to act once the plagiarism came to light. There have been two lawsuits filed against Jefferson County Sheriff Mark Petway. The lawsuits both claim racial discrimination from the sheriff. James Bagby made claims of racial discrimination and retaliation against Petway and Chief Deputy Nashonda Howard, Sergeant Allie Daniels, and Deputy Constance Eccles. Bagby says that he was put under a criminal investigation weeks after joining the police force based on claims from a jail inmate that turned out to be false. Bagby says he was polygraphed and had a disciplinary hearing with no corroborating evidence to substantiate the inmate's claims. Bagby is white and says there is a history of favoritism and looking the other way when it comes to disciplining the black employees. Former Deputy Christopher Adams says in his lawsuit he was not promoted to the position of investigator, which he was qualified and applied for, while a black deputy was given the job and did not go through the hiring process. Adams has since resigned as a Jefferson County deputy. Attorney Scott Morrow is representing both Bagby and Adams. Two Democratic candidates who are seeking to run as treasurer for Jefferson County are now suing to get their names back on the primary ballot. Erica Parker and Mara Allen have hearings this week at the Montgomery County Courthouse. Probate Judge James Naftal is named in this lawsuit along with the director of the Alabama Ethics Commission, Thomas Albritton, and the chairman of the Jefferson County Democratic Party, Wayne Rogers. Both Parker and Allen were determined to be ineligible for the primary for not completing paperwork and economic interest statements before the required deadline. The plaintiffs say that they went to the Alabama Ethics Commission website to make their filings, but the document was not properly recorded on the website and that the Ethics Commission failed to provide an operable system. The plaintiffs say there will be no names on the ballot for primary voting in this race if a court does not step in to provide immediate relief since there are no Republicans running for treasurer. There are other similar cases of this happening to candidates from within both parties who were determined to be ineligible for not properly filing with this particular website. A nonprofit organization in Mobile is getting ready to open its detox and residential treatment facility. Vets Recover is the group. They say the building construction should be completed soon and the doors will open this coming March. The 34-bed facility is a complete renovation of the Raphael Sems School. The property was acquired by Vets Recover back in 2018 with the goal of offering help for homeless vets and those seeking to detox or get help with their mental health. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, 
More than 60 House Republicans, including the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, are now in Texas to view the border crisis there. Johnson is planning to demand stricter immigration policies from Biden as a result of the visit. Republicans and Democrats are currently haggling over an emergency spending bill that would send $50 billion not to the U.S.-Mexico border. No, no, no. To the country of Ukraine. Republicans say that Biden is being derelict in his duty when it comes to addressing the border issue. Biden claims the Republicans are to blame for not agreeing to his comprehensive immigration reform plan that would have spent more money on the program. Meanwhile, U.S. Customs and Border Protection have statistics that show 242,000 illegal immigrants crossed over into the U.S. in November of 2023, over 300,000 in December. That's a half a million within a span of two months. It's clear this is intentional. The cause of the problem is Alejandro Mayorkas. The House Homeland Security Committee has scheduled an impeachment hearing for January 10th when it comes to the Director of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. The committee's chairman is Congressman Mark Green of Tennessee. Green says that the panel's probe of Mayorkas has enough evidence to impeach him for misusing taxpayer funds and intentionally ignoring border security measures. Green delivered a speech regarding Mayorkas while down in Texas at the U.S.-Mexico border. The greatest domestic threat to the national security and the safety of the American people is Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. He, through his policies, has defied and subverted the laws passed by the United States Congress. He has defied multiple court orders. He has lied numerous times to the United States Congress. He has, under oath, stated things that were blatantly, obviously, incorrect. He has broken his oath to defend this country. Even A.G. Garland admitted that the policies of Mayorkas are being used by the cartels to exploit the American people and make billions of dollars. Green says the investigation determined that the foundation of the border crisis lies within Mayorkas and his decision-making, as well as his refusal to enforce laws that were passed by Congress. The last member of the House Republican leadership has now publicly endorsed Donald Trump for president in 2024. House Majority Whip Tom Emmer is joining the Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, Majority Leader Steve Scalise, and GOP Conference Chairwoman Elise Stefanik in backing Trump. Emmer says that Democrats are seeking to use every tool in their arsenal to keep Joe Biden in place, along with his failed policies, and that Republicans cannot let that happen. Emmer called on all Republicans to unite behind the party's clear frontrunner. Policy Committee Chairman Gary Palmer is also part of the House leadership, and he endorsed Trump for president this past August. One of the Trump supporters taking part in the J6 protest in Washington, D.C., is now suing a Capitol Police officer for trying to kill him. Derek Vargo was pushed off of a 30-foot ledge by Officer Bryant Williams. Vargo fell 30 feet to the ground and fortunately survived. The lawsuit claims that Officer Williams used objectively unreasonable deadly force by shoving Vargo off that ledge and the banister that he was holding onto. The lawsuit also describes other Capitol Police officers on the upper level as throwing down an American flagpole like a football into the crowd and then taunting the Trump supporters to climb up and fight them. Vargo is the first to sue the Capitol Police. He says he just met the three-year deadline to do so and he did not engage in the legal effort beforehand for fear of retaliation and arrest from the Biden administration. The newly resigned president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, is not leaving campus or downgrading her salary. 
Gay will continue to receive a $900,000 a year paycheck, as she did when she was president, and she will return to her role of teaching within the political science department. Gay will have to vacate the president's house, though, which is provided by Harvard. Gay has been embattled for the past three months for not condemning or punishing the anti-Semitic threats that had grown on the Harvard campus, and then for dozens of examples that were brought to light of plagiarism That was all exposed by the Manhattan Institute fellow Christopher Rufo and journalist Chris Brunet. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 